Hey, it's John, creator of How I Make Music. Thanks for stopping by. For today's episode, I went back to the beginning of the feed and took what I consider to be the highlights of the first five contributors. Along the way, I'll introduce them and maybe just say one or two things about what made my conversation with them interesting. So just so you know, today's episode is a little different to the standard How I Make Music format. As with all episodes of How I Make Music, I make it as smooth and as sort of psychedelic as possible. So even if you're not a music composer, you should be able to have a good listen and enjoy. So what you're going to hear now is short clips from the first five contributors to join the How I Make Music feed. And I'll join in every so often with some insights on my chat with them. Here we go. David Devereaux, the founder of Tin Can Audio, who's brought us shows such as Middle Below and The Tower. I chatted to him about his Wurlitzer composition for The Tower, and he kind of touches on imposter syndrome, what it's like working with software versions of instruments instead of real instruments. Most of the instruments that I own are virtual ones. I think all of the tower was made on virtual instruments. And, and it, it feels a little bit dishonest because it's like, yes, it was written on a world, it's a piano, but it was written on a recreation of a world, it's a piano, you know, because it's... it's Wurlitzers are quite difficult to track down and they're fairly expensive. All of us have seen pictures of Hans Zimmer's studio and it would be nice to be there. But at the same time, having a music practice, having a music composition practice is about not letting that kind of mythology get in the way of what it is you're actually trying to do. For more on David's work, you can check out Tin Can Audio, Follow the links in the show notes. The next contributor to join How I Make Music was Gabe Alvarez, who is the creator of Star Called. He is the music composer and also writes the show, and in my chat with him... Sorry, I just love these strings. There's Tycho drums. In my chat with him, what I took away was, he kind of says you've got to write what it is that you want to listen to. Here's Gabe Alvarez of Starcold. I've been a musician for, I don't know, 20 years. <laughs> there was a lot of cool stuff out there, but there wasn't anything quite like what I wanted to be listening to. <laughs> you know, just kind of take it upon yourself to make the kind of content you want to consume. Who doesn't pretend that they're climbing into the cockpit of a spaceship or something like that? Dredgen rotates back, covering the team's rear with his pulse rifle. The Holkari troopers tighten their maneuvers around the two ships. Ah, dude's got an enviable voice. You can listen to Starcold by visiting starcold.space or follow the links in the show notes. And uh, if you're into action and space and science fiction, this is the one for you. The next composer to rally to the cause of 
building an audio drama music community was Nate Fisher. Nate Fisher is the uh, composer behind Observe and Report. I could tell from our chat that he had a real uh, love and appreciation for the art of the film score. He mentioned how he tries to avoid using templates when he writes and tries to approach each new task uh, from a blank slate. Listen to this beautiful piano theme by Nate Fisher of Observe and Report. When it comes to composing, I've come to the conclusion that it's best to start with a new project with a single track. Instead of a template. I've spent a lot of time building templates, and they can save a lot of time, but I've noticed that after a while, they tend to make all my music sound the same. I honestly just sit there at the piano and mess around, and eventually something always comes out that sparks up a new piece. One thing that not a lot of people realize about uh, composers uh, for audio drama and film is that we take so much pride in our work, even when it's a low-budget or no-budget project. You know, we're putting our names on this thing, so it has to kind of communicate to the next wave of ears who we are and what we do. Uh, so we can't afford to slack off. So next time you see your local audio drama composer sitting uh, at, a, at a window with rain coming down, get, go over and give him a big hug. And while you're at it, go check out Observe and Report, which tells the story of the alien Zuri landing on planet Earth. Next up was Randy Greer, who is an ex-metal drummer and the composer for the show The Culling. Get a lot of the spooky choir he used in one of the scenes. Randy mentions how tension and release are proportional. The bigger the tension, the bigger the release. And I think this is significant in a time when we're like under such pressure as composers to write the most quote-unquote accessible music, meaning uh, music that really quickly satisfies the listener and doesn't make them work for it at all, this can sacrifice some of the actual release that they're looking for. So I guess it's a spectrum where you have to choose where you want to fall. Do you want it to be really easy and forgettable, or do you want it to be a little bit like more difficult and really stay with the listener? Here's Randy Greer from The Culling. To reflect all of this over the music, I chose to use the 5-4 pattern. The rhythm of five beats, it feels wrong. Almost as if you can't quite get your footing. This is because we're usually expecting a more intuitive division of the beats, something even or something easy to count, like two or three. The greater the tension, the greater the ultimate resolution. <sighs> ASMR chills. Go check out The Culling with Randy Greer doing the music. Links in the show notes. And our final one for the day, final snippet for the day, is Eric Jorgensen, who wrote the music for Heroics, a comedy superhero podcast by Justin McLaughlin. 
I was thrilled to find it. I found the production value quite high and Eric's a, an absolute pleasure to talk to and work with. Live musicians are being commissioned for audio drama. It's very promising, but the budgets are still low. And in this section, Eric talked to me about how he got around those limitations by creating his own sample pack based on the limited live recordings that he was able to conduct. Here's Eric Jorgensen from Heroics Podcast. I wanted to have live players on the score and Justin McLaughlin was willing to put some money together so that we could have live players on the main theme. The bassoon player on the main theme is Alexis Leon. She's just incredible. Every single take... Another musician on the score is Justin Tomlin. He plays saxophone. Almost all of my music of the past few years has had him on it. One of the challenges I faced was, how do I create live sounding music without using any contact instruments or samples and without having the budget for an ensemble? So what I started to experiment with was I took bits of the live playing I had done on the main theme, like the bassoon, strings, saxophone, and guitar. I took these live recordings, and then I started pitching these things up and down, following the notes of the melodies that I'd written for the different themes. For example, I turned a bassoon into the sound of a flute. So I got to kind of have my cake and eat it too, you know? I got to say, I didn't use the sample libraries. I use live players, but in reality, I just made my own sample library. That was Eric Jorgensen from Heroics Podcast. Go check it out. Links in the show notes. And that's about it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to How I Make Music. We'll be back next week with the regular format where we burrow into the mind of a single composer. Listen to How I Make Music on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else, and share the show because it's not just for people who are into music composition. You can catch full episodes of all of the composers that you heard in today's show by going back through the How I Make Music feed. The piece we're hearing in the background is called Sending Robots to Mars. It's a piece of Creative Commons music which I created, and you can get it for free at my website, johnbartman.com, with the offer code AUDIODRAMA. Links in the show notes. Spread the word. How I Make Music is growing, developing. We've got a cool new website with video trailers of all the 50 shows, as well as full episodes with transcripts. So if you want to dive more into the world of audio drama composers, go check out howimakemusic.com. Visit patreon.com slash howimakemusic to support the show or share the show with your friends on social media. My name is John Bartman. Bye for now.